on Bob Through Podcast. Today's guest is myself. So I didn't want to go this week without having no episode out and that's what's actually happened. And the reason being is because I had a guest booked in but they said that their scheduling had got mixed up or something along those lines. So I'm not going to speak shit about them because they're actually guests I want to have on in the future. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a bit shitty whenever things like that happen. And um, at the start, whenever I was starting off the podcast, I was quite like uh, immature. I would say that I would have took things like that to heart. But like, oh fuck, they fucking hate me. Um, they don't want to do it. Blah blah. blah they're bullshit. But um, people are just just things happen. Shit happens. So a bit more understanding things like that. But. Yeah, I wanted to still come on and do an episode for people who obviously listen to the show every single week. Um, and I think there is like kind of like a small like fan base who, who do that, so I appreciate you. And um, if you appreciate me as well, fucking share the things. Like I know that there's people listening every single week, so just share it and like give some shout outs on, on my uh, on my social media and even on the podcast as well. Um, I have two very good friends, um, Orla and Colm, who consistently listen to it as well, which is mad because they probably are tired about listening to me talk shit all the time. Um, and then even in this as well, I mean, she'll listen to an episode that relates to her. But I suppose that's what's good about my podcast. I have a, like a variety, so I'm able to um, pick up on different people's you know, um, likes and um, even dislikes as well. Like There's some people that I spoke to who um, take, for instance, the... The bow hunter guy who hunts obviously meat and um, some people who are i know that are vegans were listening to it and they're like wow i actually didn't really understand that he takes it from this perspective and he's not like one of those people who um are going in for bad reasons like trophy hunting and um, so it's good um, and i try and base the podcast around the way that joe rogan would so he would get guests on mostly he gets guests on where he he obviously has a fair knowledge about a lot of stuff because he's been doing it for so long but whenever he gets like a new guest on he gets them on because he obviously wants to learn about their expertise and the subject that he knows nothing about and obviously I'm just starting off at the moment I'm only up to 60 something episodes and I'm, I'm still just a baby at this really <laughs> um, even though I, I feel like people might think that I've got it from work though I don't I'm still quite new to this here. I'm still using my phone as a camera. I would ideally love to have a proper camcorder to record this. Um, I was speaking to um, Ed from I Need to Read and he has one of those motion cameras. So like even that would be cool as well. I would love to have a guest in person as well because you don't get that delay of response or the delay of their reaction or emotion. And I would love to have someone face to face where um, I could capture all that because it makes it better for people who are viewing it and and listening as well. Uh, but I definitely don't have everything sorted out. I do have a bit of like merchandise going on here. I've got my little um, cup which Emma got me, and it's pretty cool because there is so for people who are just listening, there's a barcode, one of those uh, QR codes, and if you scan it, it brings it brings you to my podcast on Spotify, which I think is fucking, which is sick. So. You can probably try it now. I don't know if that works. If you pause it now on your screen on YouTube and then go up to your phone and see if it works. Actually, do you know what? I'll push it up a bit more to the camera. I can't see what's on the camera. I don't even know why I have these headphones on because it's not connected to my phone. It's connected to my laptop. But that's just in case I want to search some things because I do have quite a few things I want to talk about today. 
So we'll start off with the first one, which is the Ukraine and Russia war. Obviously, everyone's been seeing this every single day on social media, on the big news corporations as well. And there's been a lot of people who have been saying that their mental health is getting affected by it. And see, to be honest with you, why? Why are you watching it then? Just fucking blanket. Like, I know that it's hard. There's people that are dying. They're losing their livelihoods. They're losing their lives. But it that happens every single day of life. And we turn a blind, a blind eye to it. But just because it's a bit closer to home, we're, we're starting to take an interest in it. I have people that I work with who are from the Middle East. So there's some people who are from Syria, Lebanon. There's people who are from Africa as well. But in particular, the people from Syria. Sure, <laughs> they've been having the war for fucking God knows how long. And there's a humanitarian crisis still going on there now. But because the news aren't, you know, reporting on it, we, we just turn a blind eye to it. And because Ukraine's obviously closer to the UK and it's in Europe, everyone's just shitting themselves. But how do you think those people feel in Syria? Especially people who, who live here, who are from Syria, or they know somebody who still lives there, like a family member. Like, it's, it gets me annoyed. And I, not annoyed that the news are reporting on it. Uh, maybe I should clarify what gets me annoyed. What gets me annoyed is the people who are virtue signaling online. That shit just fucking pisses me off. And it's always pissed me off. Because, what, you, you're not using, like, your social media for, you're not using your social media and then you'll come on and then you'll put something up just to virtue signal, just to be a part of the trend. I, I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. Um, why don't you, if you're so big on, on war, why don't you talk about Syria? Why don't you talk about Lebanon? Why don't you talk about some of the fucking states in Africa where there's still war going on? Or why don't you talk about the Muslims who were getting fucking persecuted in China? Why don't you talk about that sort of shit? But it's because you don't see it as a trend. And that's what annoys me because when it's a trend, people jump on the bandwagon and then they virtue signal. It does really, really grinds my gears. Um, especially whenever you hear personal stories as well, like for someone that you work with day to day and they're sending or they're showing me pictures of their of their loved ones in Syria, you know, walking in bare feet down the street fucking covered in dust. There's there's no shops there. We don't they're, they're lucky if they have a fucking a spar next to them or a cost cutter or whatever. Um it, it is, it's it's quite quite annoying. And and people who are saying that their mental health's getting affected by it. Just don't look at it then. Like, all you have to do is just... I know it's very hard because they're pushing it in their face. It was like coronavirus as well. But you can, you know, just take off, like, the apps that you have on your phone that promote news. Like, you can do that. Um, you don't have to use Google every single day. You could use Ask Jeeves. And it means that you won't fucking see everything that's coming up on Google. Because they're obviously pushing it as well. Uh, because it's getting the, the clickbaits. But, I mean, just, just try and distance yourself from it and you'll be fine. I mean... Me and Emma, we started watching uh, Gogglebox recently, and uh, I, I love mostly all the characters on it, but there's two annoying fuckers that do my head in, it's a brother and sister on it, and I, I, I really don't know how people how people like them, because they're just annoying, and um, the guy says something that's not even funny, and she, the girl, his sister, will laugh next to him, like, hey! and you're just like, that's not even funny, why are you enabling him? But seeing that they were in the press the other day, because she was crying her eyes out about how she was they, they might get affected by the war in 
in Ukraine, like, oh, it might come over to the UK. And like, that, that, would, that would never happen. It, it probably wouldn't happen for a multiple of reasons, but she's just reading everything that's on the news that they're pushing towards them. And I'm just like, just don't look at the fucking news. <laughs> like, I know it is hard, like, because we want to go on our phones and we want to, to look at uh, what's going on. But if it's, a, if it's getting to the point where it's affecting your mental health, just cut it. Like, it's fine. Like, you know from listening to the podcast that I, I was getting affected um, by social media because I was having, like, a, an imposter syndrome. What did I do? I just cut it. And for two months, I was fine after that. Like, I, I've came back to social media now and enough, like, I, I don't get triggered by anything. That actually kind of, that's just, <laughs> that sounds so stupid. I'm like, I don't get triggered by anything whilst I'm getting triggered about people purchasing clothing online. <laughs> but the reasons that I had before getting triggered, I don't get triggered by anymore. That's what I should probably clarify. Um, so yeah, that, that's just, it's 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 mind-boggling. Um, there's actually a clip of Nicki Minaj, who everyone doesn't like now because she's speaking her mind in the truth and she's going against the norms. Um, well, norms. She's going against social justice warriors. Um, and she spoke about people can go on all the trends that they want but you're not being true to yourself and you start to become faceless and it's a really really good clip i would recommend anyone to go and watch it because um she, she speaks actually a lot of sense i never thought that i would be saying that that Nicki Minaj speaks sense <laughs> but she, she does um remember that there was a video of a uh, a meme of a guy who was I think he was a black dude and he was American and I think that's safe to say that he, he's gay and uh, can't gay whatever and he no he's definitely gay I know he's gay because I actually followed him on social media uh, his name's called Coco and he is he done that funny video where it was like let's go to the beach beach let's go get away day day what you gonna say have a drink drink and uh, Oh fuck, if you remember that, that's like one of those golden classic, like, you know, fucking memes that used to be out back in the day. Um, that was fucking brilliant, that was so funny. Um, I'll try and get the video for that and put it on my um, social media account. About <laughs> uh, moving on swiftly. Uh, yeah, I, oh, sorry, actually, not moving on. One last point, just read down in the note. It's very weird doing this, like, by myself, because I obviously have to, I don't have anyone to go back and forth with, so I have to, like, look at what I've written down. Um, but one thing that I have written down as well about, like, sources as well, I, I don't know how much I can stress this, like, please just don't listen to everything on social media, like, don't take it for true fact, because there's some videos going out there of, like, Ukrainian soldiers, like, doing something, and then whenever you actually research it or like you see like a comment like someone will turn around and say that's not true and then you go and research it yourself and you might not find it on google but you might find it on like DuckDuckGo or something like that and you actually find it in a different article from three years ago like it was like the guy the president um of of ukraine Zelensky. there was images and videos of him in combat gear that's that was him a couple of years back and it was because he was doing like a military thing with the with the Ukrainian military. So it wasn't him actually fighting against the Russians now. So that's what I mean, like things like that, like you need to just don't take everything that you see 
about this here war because during war back in the 1940s and late uh, 30s there was obviously intelligence officers and they were promoting propaganda like Joseph Goebbels and these people if they had social media back in those times, fuck me, they would have the world with people like us today because we are so fucking believable. We're so gullible for everything. We believe everything that we see that's put in front of us. So just always remember that as well. Um, don't believe everything that you see uh, straight away because I would say nine times out of ten, it's bullshit. Unless it's like a video and you see a fucking, you know, like you see like a tank stamp next to it and like it, there's a fucking missile coming in or something like that, like obviously. Um, but yeah, I'd be, I'd be careful about that as well. Um, to all you virtual signalers out there, because you just must know everything about the war if you are posting about it. Uh, yeah, funny that. Also in today's news, <laughs> uh, Kim Kardashian as well. She's uh, telling people to um, get off their ass and start working harder. Oh my God. Imagine someone who has literally made their living off a of sex videotape telling you to get off your ass and make a living. More like you should sit your ass on some dick and then you'll get yourself a living. That's what she should be fucking saying. Fucking the audacity of these people is crazy. Um especially people like her. And it was it was the same with girl Molly May as well, like come out and saying like you shouldn't be homeless or something along those lines like and you need to work harder. There's some people who actually can't work harder. Like they actually do have restrictions and I know, like I, I, I preach that you, you, you know. I preach that you, you should like. Be your hardest critic. Then you should, whatever you, whatever you've got, like you know, reap what you sow. Basically, like whatever you put in, that's what you'll get out. But for her to like, for a person where we all know where she's came from. That's just, obnoxious and just ignorant of her. To be honest. Um, if she didn't put out that sex tape or if her daddy wasn't a part of the OJ trial she she would be you know one of those people that are on their asses not working hard enough for, that's what she said um, so yeah it's a bit it's a bit shit whenever you hear people like that come out and say things but you know what people will brush past it in a couple of days time um, oh well I'm actually looking at the computer now she's um official now with uh, your guy the Canadian in in America so she uh, her or her press or her advisors around her got that right you know try and get another story out there quickly so people don't hate on her maybe that's what Molly May should have done <laughs> um, math the world that we live in now that Kim Kardashian is a successful businesswoman she's telling people to to get up off their asses she doesn't see enough hard workers out there mad um, yeah, I went to see the Batman movie recently as well. Fuck me. Brilliant. It was actually really good. Um, I thought that Robert Parson coming from Twilight wasn't going to be good at it. Uh, not saying that he's a bad actor, but just because he's came from that there Twilight sort of world where it was kind of like you know, like high school musical sort of shit. <laughs> um, sorry to all the Twilight fans out there I just can't it's not that I can't stand like I have seen them like I've watched it but like just wasn't any substance in it for me uh, but anyway Rob Patterson coming in this movie I thought that 
he, he was going to get a lot of criticism obviously from coming from the toilet but he was fucking good as Batman like he was he was a good Batman I would give him no he's not nowhere near Christian like Christian Bale is like Christian Bale's untouched I hate whenever people compare Michael Keaton and Christian Bale to each other because I, I don't think that there's they're nowhere near each other either um, I think that Christian Bale that Christopher Nolan fucking trilogy is just that Dark Knight movie is probably one of the best movies in the world ever um, but yeah he, he's, he is a good Batman very very good um, the Bruce Wayne side of things I, I won't give away any spoilers on this because I know it's obviously new it's only been a week, out a week. Um, but the uh, he, he is a good Batman so I'll definitely go watch it and it is very dark as well the movie so the movie is not going to be I know people like the Riddlers in it. It's not gonna be like Jim Carrey being, you know, prancing about being camp as fuck with his golden fucking question mark stick. Like it's not it's nothing like that. It's kinda of like a mix of Saw with the movie Seven. That's what it, that that's what it's like. Um a little bit of Sin uh, City as well in there. Um, you know, it's like always raining, so it's quite dark. Uh, but the actors are fucking the Colin Farrell in it is brilliant. He's the penguin, and it's 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 only two years that Batman's in to fighting crime. So like all the villains are going to be quite young as well in it, really, um, depending on what timeline that um, what comics you're taking it from. And uh, like the Batman, he's not even in the back cave, which I found weird because I thought in the comics he he had the back cave straight away, like in his early years of fighting crime. But regardless of that, uh, he Rob Parsons great at, uh, as as the Batman. Uh, the Riddler's good as well. Uh, Paul Dano, I think his name's called. Uh, he was the psychopath in that movie Prisoners, where he lifts a dog up by the leash and the dog strangling. Uh, so I thought that was kind of good for casting for for the Riddler. But I, I did expect him to be a bit more like, you know, camp because I think in the comics that's the way. I've only read a couple of comics, so I'm not like an, an actual comic nerd you know um, but I've read some comics on Batman and um, I know that the, the Riddler is kind of you know like a bit out more out there whereas this guy is just like solid not um, but it does go on a bit too long as well uh, so it's three hours so maybe about two hours 45 minutes without the credits and you, you think that whenever you're watching it it could have been wrapped up in two hours so I'll just bear that in mind before you go see it um, another another thing that you should bear in mind is the scene where Catwoman and Batman unite as an alliance, and there's just one bit that just fucked me off so much, and it really, really, really did grind my gears because it takes you out of the movie. Like I was so engrossed in it, and then it took me out of it, and like I had to try and put myself back into the movie again. And the line that I'm going to say will probably piss off other people as well because. It's just not needed, but that's the way Hollywood's going at the moment. So they're talking about bringing down the city, and then Catwoman, uh, your girl Kravitz, she was brilliant as well. She she was a good cop, nowhere near Michelle Pfeiffer, and um, maybe on par with Anna Hathaway, uh, or just below Anna Hathaway. But uh, she she was still good. But she turned around and she said something that just fucking just took me out of the whole experience and pissed me off. She was like. Yeah, we need to take back this city from the white privilege assholes. And I'm just like, oh my God, why? Why have you 
brought that into this movie because I don't think in the comic books that Catwoman would ever say anything like that. So why did you have to go out of your way to put it in there? And it just fucking pissed me off. Like it really did. And it's just it's just Hollywood, another way for Hollywood to get in there and to, you know, push this social justice and it's just not needed. I think we're all bored of it now. Like whenever you see it, you're just like, fuck me. They're trying to make it into a norm, but it's 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 not gonna be a norm. It's 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 getting really annoying. And it'll show in the in in the reviews and in the ratings of like government like the Eternals. The Eternals don't crap. The Eternals had so much potential to be really good, but they fucked it over. Now, I don't have anything against fucking gay people, obviously not. But they made Pastos gay, and he's not gay in the comic books. He's he's straight. He has a wife. He doesn't have a husband. Like, why did they have? Why did they have to change that just to fit, you know, the narrative in today? Like, do you know what I think that the LGBTQ community would actually really benefit from if you take some gay superheroes that, and there is some gay comic book superheroes back in the eighties and nineties. Why don't you make a film about them? Why do you have to try and put it on to, to someone else? Like. What, are you scared because it's not going to do well or it's not going to get enough money? I, I really don't understand that. Um, you're, I think you're actually... I think Hollywood's doing more damage by doing this. Um, and it shows the Eternals, the, the Reigns was absolute poo. And it, there were some parts in it that were actually pretty decent. Um, and it, it just it just let down. And he's a good actor as well, the guy. I forget what his name is, but he's a good actor too. Um, but they, they didn't need to force it. I just hate whenever they force it onto you. It really, really pisses me off. Um, like I was watching Justice League there the other day and the movie was really good. Everything was happening. And then there was just a scene where Wonder Woman went to towards a girl to see if she's all right. And the girl, like it was just so cheesy and like it was just so like pushed in there. She was like, I want to be like you whenever I grow up. And I was like, you can do anything. And I'm just like, why like it's just it is it's really it's really frustrating and you, you get a bit tired of it now and um, but I digress it went on way too long there about Hollywood being cunts uh, actually one last thing it's not just Hollywood it's um, Google as well like I tried so whenever I first watched Eternals a few months back and I had seen that um, Pastos was portrayed as gay in it um, I tried to search it on Google and um, if he was in the comic books, uh, if he was gay. Because I remember seeing an article whenever Eternals was released last year about oh, the Marvel bringing in the first gay character, blah, blah. And um, I tried to search on Google to see in the comic books. Couldn't find it on Google. Like they, they were making sure that no one could find this. Like No one could find this whatsoever. Unless you're a comic book you know, fan, you, you'll know straight away that that's not true. But if you're, if you're not like me... Um, or you maybe only have a certain knowledge where you've read a couple of comic books, you 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 would want to search this here thing just to see. And then that's all. That's another example of Hollywood fucking with you because I remember I used to watch movies before and I never questioned them. But like now I watch movies and I'm just like, okay, that doesn't that doesn't feel right. Like maybe I should, maybe I should go and research this just to see. And lo and behold, whenever I did fi actually find, it, I went on a DuckDuckGo, and um, which I recommend to everyone. Like I was listening to Joe Rogan and, you know. There's things that you can't find on Google, whereas on DuckDuckGo you can find straight away. And I typed it in and it came up straight away on an article. Someone had, was talking about it and then it said they had a wife. Um, so yeah, that's another annoying thing about Google as well. They only 
want you to read or watch or whatever, whatever they think is being, you know, socially fucking good in today's um, society. Uh, uh, last thing I wanted to talk about was uh, the Joe Rogan um, whole tobacco. So I'm, I'm really good, glad that he's, um, that he's not back down from CNN, let put it fucking blatantly, it's CNN, isn't it really, that are going after him because he has a few digs at them, but rightly slow. They're fucking, they're not, they're not what the news used to be. Uh, I'm glad that that whole tobacco's over and done with now because you don't get assholes who are virtue signaling online. Um, and I can actually like watch the episodes now without getting fucking triggered by cunts like that online. Uh, but he had a guy on, uh, I'm looking at my notes because I, I, I remember his first name, Majid, but I can't remember his surname, uh, Majid Nawaz. Fuck me, that guy has led an amazing life. Now, this guy is getting blocked off all platforms because he's speaking the truth. But he goes against what the norm is for these social justice wars, which is he's a Muslim guy. Um, so, firstly, he's classed as a minority straight away. Um, and he's speaking or he's trying to he's trying to tell the truth about how the world is moving how the governments are, are moving in today's in today's world and uh, he was a he was a part of a terrorist organization uh, in Egypt I think it was back um, just before the 9-11 uh, before 9 11, I don't know why I said the 9 11, before 9 11, and uh, he wanted to, you know, overthrow the Western uh, governments and stuff like that, and he got put in jail. And uh, in jail, he met like other people, other prisoners of all different backgrounds, and then um, he decided not to be a part of the terrorist group anymore. And he believed that so his terrorist organization were trying to infiltrate governments to try and create an uprising that way instead of you know just like the gun in the hand military military approach or like a jihadi approach that you see and uh he's a very smart guy very articulate uh but he talked about how he walked away from that and it was quite hard and now he's like fighting for truth um and he talks a lot about a lot about covid I don't want to talk about covid i fucking feel like we always talk about it all the time um but he was talking about uh, he was talking about one thing that really really did um, strike me and it was quite worrying and it worried Joe as well so I know how many people listen to the cryptocurrency episode but the cryptocurrency episode with uh, Natalie Brunel that I'd done she was talking about how you know currency cryptocurrency is decentralised so the banks don't own it so it means that it's, it's money for the people it's not controlled, which is fucking obviously great. But he was talking about how the banks are starting to get worried about this because it's grown. Like anyone that I talked to, like I was up in Liverpool a couple weeks or last weekend, and um, my cousin he was like, "Oh, they invest in crypto," and I was like, "Yeah, I've started doing it." I've, um, after the podcast episode with Natalie, and um, he he was telling me how he's doing it as well. And I was speaking to another guy on the bus up there, and he was saying that he invests in it, and he was showing me all the investments. So everyone's everyone's basically doing it now. And uh, Majid was talking about how worrying this is for the banks 
and rightly so you would be. So what they're going to do is they're going to create their own cryptocurrency and he believes that they're going to start trying to weed out like cash and everything's going to be done through cryptocurrency. But then it means that they're controlling it, so the banks are going to be controlling it, which is not what cryptocurrency is about, especially Bitcoin and stuff like that. Like, they obviously wanted it to be decentralized. Um, but then he went off on another like tangent about how I think China or, or possibly might be doing this already. Um, again, I'm not an expert in this field. I'm just going by what I've heard. So this is coming from you know secondary source, it's not the actual primary source. Even him is not the primary source, so this is like the third source. <laughs> um, so go and listen to it. I'll listen to it as well myself um, and correct me if I'm speaking wrong. But he was saying that the way it's working in China at the moment, they do like a social credit score. And so if you're like, if you go out like to the cinema or if you go out and spend money somewhere, or even if you go and meet a friend for like a coffee, apparently you get a score on your credit in China. So say if like you were a hermit and you didn't go out, apparently your social credit score would be really low. So that would actually affect you from getting like good credit there or like doing other things. And essentially the way that they were trying to describe it in layman's terms, like BB terms, they were basically trying to say that like, uh, people will start to get carried away with what credit score they have. So like, I, I can't remember what, um, what cartoon it was, but they were, they kind of compared it to a cartoon that I watched where Oh yeah, recess. So there's an episode where people were raided out of ten, and only the tens could hang out with each other. So if you're ten, you're fucking, you know, you're you're the dog's bollocks. Whereas if you're one, no one's gonna want to fucking hang out with you. Um. So they were comparing it like that, and like that was just like, it kind of like struck me. I was just like, whoa, that's fucked because like that could divide people. Like it divide families and friends. Like, fucking COVID's already divided families and friends. Do you know what I mean? Um, I actually seen an article the other day that Jeff Branston said that she lost so many friends because people wouldn't get vaccinated. I'm just like, well, that's pretty shitty because if your friends are getting vaccinated, maybe they're actually like, you know, they're getting the luck in that matter where you're getting away from them because you're not really a friend then. You should respect other people's beliefs. Um, so I just thought that that was kind of, that was kind of fucked up. And whenever I seen that, again, I'll go and research it myself and I'll make sure that that is what they actually said but I think I'm about 85% sure that it was uh, but yeah that, that's, that's basically everything that, that I had to talk about today um, I hope this helps a lot of people <laughs> um, I think the Ukraine thing will like I mean just to summarise just please don't if, if it is affecting your mental health just get away from it you don't, you don't need to touch it you don't need to look at it you don't need to um, you don't need to humour it and um, you'll be fine and take advice from me because, like I said, the social media thing was creating imposter syndrome in me, it was getting anxiety and stuff like that, feeling like kind of, I don't want to say depressed, but like all the signs were pointing that I was going down that route and um, I just took myself out of the situation and uh, I was fine afterwards. So yeah, I hope I didn't give any spoilers away for Batman as well, but um, that line did piss me off, so just just try and overlook that and you'll still think the movie's good. I suppose you should give a rating, maybe, for people as well who are listening. So I would say Batman, I would give it a solid 7 out of 10. Um, and that's good, especially after watching fucking, you know, Ben Affleck do Batman as well. I didn't think he was particularly that good. Uh, but yeah, I would, I would give it, I would give him a 7 out of 10. Uh, yeah, that's really everything. Again, I can't stress enough 
for all the people who have supported me. So thank you for all the people who still listen. This one's for you, really, because um, you not that I'm getting a demand or anything of people crying out saying, why the fuck did you not release an episode last week? But I think for, the, for small people who, small amount of people who do actually and listen to the podcast and we can week out and yeah I, I thought it would be it'd be good to do this for you and if you like this episode let me know because um i could potentially do this again if say a scheduling error happens where i don't have anyone in i can i can go on a rant and talk about shit um, and even if you want me to talk about stuff and um, we could do that as well if you want to send in things that that's that's fine by me but um yeah just share it uh you know, give the support online. That's the only way that I can grow as well. And you know, I'm passionate about this, and I do want to obviously, um, make this into into a bigger thing. Um, I have that dream still, and ten. I know this is going to be an overnight thing. I know it's going to be like 10, 15 years, and um, the way Joe Rogan says, it does help if you fucking you know if you're already in the spotlight, like you already have your following. But of course, I'm just growing, man. Uh, but yeah, I do. I really appreciate everyone who seems to listen. So, and if you haven't, make sure you go on to. Uh, my new Instagram uh, people are still adding me on the private one don't add me on that one because it's private I'm trying to just keep that for family and then my podcast one, the shit talking about the podcast um, it's going to be on Instagram and it's going to have everything about the podcast so I, I'm quite responsible on there as well uh, and there is a newsletter as well I don't know if many people are familiar with that I put it up a couple of times um, on my story just to show that and we do have a newsletter so um, I'll give you a bit more information about the uh, podcast and like the guests who are on it as well uh, but other than that, that that's really that's really everything so thanks very much for listening and uh, hopefully I'll have a guest next time if you don't have a guest possibly you might do this again but let me know how, how, what you think of it and uh, yeah everyone have a have a good day